What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Uka J, and this is Talk That Talk. Okay, so I just want to get into something, just something silly. Like, I just had in my mind because I just at my job, and I did, like, an overnight shift at my job. And when I be on overnights, I be trying to stay up. So I stay on the internet, Googling and searching stuff. And I don't know if everybody else does this, but at them weird-ass hours, I be looking up the craziest stuff. Like, one thing will pop out, like, on the internet. Like, if I'm on social media or somebody talking about something, and I'm like, damn, I ain't know this. And I start looking that up, and then it take me to another avenue, and then that shit take me to another avenue, and then shit start getting weird. So, the other night, when I was working at night at my job, I was looking up. No, somebody had mentioned this lady named Tammy Terrell. And, of course, I was born in the 80s, so I did not know who this person was. Because she was a Motown um, artist back in, like, the 50s and the 60s. And I did not know who this was. So, and crazy thing is, I know her songs. Like, she sung a lot of top, like, chart-topping songs. She had some songs with Marvin Gaye. She had um, some songs that are some artists that we we know today. Met the man, Mary J. Blige. We did it all, all over again. You're All I Need. She did that song with Marvin Gaye, and she also did um that Ain't No Mountain. Ain't No Mountain High. I'm sorry, my vocals is terrible, but she did the Ain't No Mountain High Enough song with Marvin Gaye. Like, she had some hits. So, I don't know why I started. I was just so interested. Like, let me see how she looked. Oh, my God. She is, she was, because she passed away when she was 24. She was so pretty. Like, oh my gosh, she was so pretty and she lived such a tragic life. Like, oh my God, if y'all, y'all need to really, any, all my listeners, if y'all listeners, if y'all don't know who that is, y'all really need to look her up, but I'm about to give y'all some facts about, well, these are facts that I think that are facts that I've seen on the internet because you can't trust nothing or no one or nobody. But, um, the the couple little strange ass just crazy ass things that happened to her like long story short well i'm gonna try to make it short um when she was 11 years old she was walking home from school and she got raped by like three teenage boys her family knew about it and they just swept it under the rug because that's what a lot of black families back in the day used to do just sweep trauma under the rug so yeah she got raped when she was 11 and that kind of like it didn't kind of from what i read it kind of like uh it messed with her personality like people that i was just i was i started looking up videos and stuff on her too and it was saying like people that were being interviewed about her and stuff her family members close friends was saying like she was like real bubbly and fun she still was real bubbly and fun after but they said she started getting into stuff she started being like you know, she started discovering her body and she started being hanging around boys more and she started um she, you know, she started just being like rebellious, being a rebellious teen. And I really think she probably should have got therapy. She should have got therapy or whatever um after that happened cuz that's that's some trauma. Like that it was crazy as hell, but fast forward, she like, I don't know, like 17 she, you know, she was trying to get discovered with her singing and stuff. So she ended up getting discovered by Barry Gordy from Motown, the person that owned Motown. And she ended up, um, her mother 
it's just a lot of stuff going on in her family. Her mother suffered from like depression and like chronic headaches and stuff. And her mom was like a um a, an aspiring actress, but it, nothing really took off with that. So like she suffered from depression and migraines. And Tammy Terrell also suffered from migraines too. Once again, something that never got checked out when she was little. That should have got checked out. It just got whatever you got migraines like your mom you'll be all right but seven year old got intense migraines no that's not normal okay so she got signed with motown at 17 her mother sent her let her go and sing at motown but she um spoke to this woman that was a secretary for james brown and her name was gertie and she told gertie to make sure my daughter is protected because I don't, she has a a grown woman body basically and I don't need these men praying on her or I don't need nothing to happen to her because she's away from me and that's my daughter. So the the lady promised like, no, we're going to take care of her, blah, blah, blah. Did they take care of her? No, because she ended up being in a relationship with, at the time, James Brown, 28 years old. She was 17 and he was beating her ass. This 17 year old was just, pushed into like just a grown-up life and she you know she had a beautiful voice and she you know she finally got to pursue her dream and she probably thought everything and she was a tourist like me so she probably was open-minded and was bubbly she was bubbly they said that was part of her but just open-minded and you know like kind of naive to certain things because she was only 17 so she probably was like oh my god it's amazing i'm around all these superstars and then come right out reality setting because people are, are mean the men back in the day used to be very abusive very abusive and they all used to once again got swept under the rug swept under the rug all the time but yeah james brown was beating her ass it is one particular story where her and james brown stuck out to me is when james brown was doing the show and tammy was still messing with him after he done beat her i don't know how many times she didn't watch the show all the way to the end. And this guy rest of the day, I hate talking about people that passed away, but I want to give you information. This five foot six little midget walked up to Tim Terrell and beat her all the way down the steps into his dressing room. And nobody stopped it. Everybody just watched it. When I was watching a video, these people like just going back, telling the story and, you know, pulling images out they you know they memory bank and stuff like y'all just saying like this is normal that's what's even scarier y'all just saying that like it's normal oh yeah she you know james was beating on her like that's just a normal thing like oh james take her for a walk around the park stuff like that's not fucking normal why didn't any of these men stop this it was the thing that i picked up from me just like looking up articles and like you know watching videos about her life and stuff um yeah they was afraid of losing their jobs and stuff because james brown was like a superstar in motown and you know he had a lot of pull at motown so they were scared like they would have stood up and said something they would have been out of job and like i bet you most of them was like shit is she worth the risk black women ain't protecting in america okay so fast forward she started making music with marvin gay they was like a musical duel they was just a bomb so you know they're shelling out hits and Marvin Gaye just was like so just like smitten by Timmy Terrell he wasn't in love with her 
it was they had a platonic relationship from what I read. But he just was just so in awe with her. Because that's what Tauruses do. We just like, we the shit. But just so in awe with her personality and her voice and stuff. And he just was like, he really looked at her as a sister. And she ended up starting messing with this guy from Temptation named David Ruffin. If y'all don't know who that is, look it up. Because I ain't about to explain that. David Ruffin, once again, she thinking she going into like a better relationship. She left James around ass. Was like, I can't keep getting hit on. So let me go to David Ruffin. He seemed like he a nice guy. Nope. This motherfucker was married, had kids, had a girlfriend, and was messing with fucking Tammy. And was beating her ass. I'm like, damn, can anybody keep their hands to themselves? Shit. What the fuck? Fight a man. What is wrong with these men? Stop fighting women. Fight a man. Just bitch made ass men. God damn like she just like thought she was getting into a bad relationship got into another fucked up one his ass it was rumored to say that he she got hit in a hammer hit in the head with a hammer by david ruffin but they cleared it up when i was watching this little video on her oh no she didn't get hit in the head with a hammer she got hit in the head with a motorcycle helmet that's not better why do black women get treated like ragdolls like i don't understand that shit we are lit we are so magical and people don't understand our magic and they just oh god i don't even want to get into it. that's a whole nother story but okay fast forward again she ended up the migraines was from a tumor that was developing in her her brain she had got multiple surgeries she ended up dying from cancer but before she died um she ended up meeting this lovely guy his name was dr dr green ernest green or something ernest green or something like that and she was so in love with him he was so in love with her finally found a prince charming that just treated her the way she should have been treated but it was just like too late she didn't even get to enjoy that love all the way she got abused and mistreated her 24 years she was living on this earth like damn protect us y'all come from our wombs and y'all be doing us like that like what the fuck our mamas is black what is wrong i don't i just will never understand that but anyways um she had went to this show that was at the apollo that marvin Gaye was singing at with this other lady that was singing like her songs because she was unable to sing her songs because she was so like sickly and stuff but she had enough strength to sing so she went to go see this show that marvin Gaye was having at the apollo theater with her fiance um dr green and um you know he was singing that song um ain't no mountain high ain't no valley low ain't no river wide i'm sorry i can't sing but she was in the audience and she just got up the strength and started singing her part like if you need me call me no matter where you are like she just started singing her part and marvin gay looked and seen her in months because she was you know getting all these surgeries on she was trying to heal from everything he got up and screamed at the top of his lungs and seeing her singing was like Timmy! and ran towards her and i've i've seen that on the video like people was explaining that story that just, just brought tears to my eyes because he just like really respected her and loved her and loved that she loved the same things that he did they craft of loving music and singing and stuff like Oh, man. And that shit was sad. She ended up dying at 24 
from um can't from the cancer from the tumor that was in her head that was cancerous and then um her mother forbid anybody from Motown to come because she knew that the shit that was going on in Motown so nobody from Motown could come to the damn funeral except for Marvin Gaye because she knew that Marvin Gaye was her real friend so she let Marvin Gaye come in there Marvin Gaye did her eulogy and he never recovered from that he never recovered from her death he ended up like abusing drugs and just spiraling out of control they just like he started drinking a lot like some people that you can't recover from man it's hard we're human we're not perfect but it's just some people like it's hard to like people say they prepare for it but once it happened it's like you cannot it's just some deaths like you can never get over and that shit just is like oh man try not to let it take over you but yeah, that's just something I looked up. I know I rambled, but I have more stuff that I looked up. Okay, so I also had just, I don't know, what made me, like, start looking up, like, how did Malcolm X die, and why do I not know this? I'm a black woman. He was a black, influential black man in America, and I did not know. I thought he really died by, like, the hands of white people, because I know that. I always knew that he was, like, against racist white people. And just, I think just racist, period. So, I thought some, just like, I thought like some, oh, uh, I don't know why I just thought that. Because back in the day, that's what a lot of that racism was going on. So, it's, shit, it's still going on today. I mean, it was blatantly out in the open back then. It, it That shit is happening blatantly now. They tucked it on the shelf a little bit, but now the shit is just bow. And that's because of, we're not even going to say that. Anyways, Trump, anyways, back to the back to the situation at hand what i was talking about okay malcolm x so i did not know that he died and i'm pretty sure a lot of educated people know this but i did not know that i did not know he died at the hands of the people that were part of the nation of islam which is crazy because he was a part of that but he started seeing that the, the leader that was the leader of the nation of islam he was not really following the religion like he was married and was having kids out of wetlock and he was cheating on his wife and malcolm x wasn't with that shit he was like nah motherfucker what the fuck how you gonna stand for some shit and you fucking a hypocrite i ain't about to be no fucking hypocrite and i'm fucking putting my all into this so he left the nation of islam and he went to i think he went to like a different part of the islamic religion and they didn't like that because you know malcolm x started you know he started making big waves after he left and more doors started opening for him more people started listening to him and he was like the you know the voice of the people people that didn't want to be like martin and silently march he was a part of the the ragers people that was going against the grain like i ain't trying to hear this shit no more i'm tired of this we need to be equal in America. This some bullshit. We about to get the guns. We about to protect ourselves. Y'all not about to keep killing us. So, Nation of Islam people ain't like that. The person that was a leader that he he looked up to that he just was like, I ain't fucking with you no more. Started getting jealous of Malcolm X and was like, I'm about to put a hit on him. And, you know, he had a lot of people coming at him because he was paranoid. He was paranoid. You know, J. Edgar Hoover was trying to take him out too. Like, damn, y'all don't like me that much? My presence irritates y'all that much that y'all have to make me non-existent. What in the fuck? 
I disturb y'all peace that much. That I'm, I must be doing something right because I'm disturbing y'all peace that much that y'all can't even coexist with me on this earth. Like, come on. Anyways, yeah. So that's how he died. Then that shit made me look up some other more, some more stuff. God rest the dead, Michael Max. Um, made me look up some more stuff. How did his wife die? His wife died. So I started looking up that, and she ended up dying. By the hands of her grandson. Her grandson was living with her and didn't want to live there no more. So he thought of the not so bright idea of lighting up apartment that they was living in on fire. Thinking that she was just going to walk out and leave him in the house. And she went back to go see, make sure he was okay, that he was out the house. And she ended up getting burns on 80% of her body by a fire that he caused because he didn't want to live there no more. All he had to say was, I don't want to live there no more, but I don't know how the family dynamic was. But goddamn, I didn't know her own grandson was the cause of her death. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Oh my god! She got to the hospital. They try to revive Betty Shabazz, Michael Malcolm X's wife, and she could not recover from all them burns on her body, and she ended up passing away. And she is buried next to Malcolm X, I believe. But. Yeah, like, come on. And he was a a child when this happened. I think he was like 12. He did some years in the juvenile detention center, but what the fuck? What in the fuck? I'll be looking up the, like, I literally, like, click on stuff and it's just like, oh, wait a minute. Then I start looking up the 106 in part for some reason. I don't know. I'm like, what happens to Free and AJ? Like, what the fuck are they doing? And why Free stopped working at 106 Park? Then I started looking up some shit, and I just reminded me. I remember the rumors that happened, but I don't know if that was the reason why she stopped working there. It was the rumors that was going on that she had got pregnant by Jay-Z. And I always remember that back then that um, Jay-Z had a crush on her. I don't know if they dated or nothing, but he was, like, really in love with Free. And then by then, Beyonce and him started dating. They went public. But that's when the baby rumors start going around. And Wendy Williams somehow, I don't know how I started clicking all this stuff, but all this information started coming at me. Wendy Williams somehow, like, added fuel to the fire because she went on her radio show that she has uh, had a lot of listeners back then when she had her radio show. And it basically added to the thing saying, confirming that she had a baby by Jay-Z, which she probably didn't even fucking know that shit. Like, y'all was trying to ruin this woman. What the fuck? God, people was evil. I don't know. I just, I clicked on a lot of stuff. I started looking up, like, how celebrity got scars on their face. Like, I'll be weird. I'll be looking up some crazy shit. I'll be interested in that shit. Like, how the fuck did they get this scar? Like, Mary J. Blige, how did she get that scar on her face? Why I want to know that, I don't know. Because I have a scar on top of my forehead. So, I just be mad interested in other people's scars. Like, how the fuck? But she never, I looked up, I researched, never admitted to how she got that scar. She just, somebody said that it was a, a childhood trauma. Something traumatic happened to her in her childhood. And that's how she got that scar on her eye. Rihanna start popping up with her scar. It just, I don't know how this shit start popping up, but Rihanna has a scar on her lip that, how did I not know that? And I'm a part of the fucking Navy. I am a Rihanna fan. I dead did not know she had a fucking scar on her inner lip. And people were trying to say that it was some, from some, some old other shit. I don't even repeat that shit. I was like, what? 
the fuck? And she basically tried to, she shut the fans down. I'm like, bitch, I got a scar on my lip. So what? What's up? Bitch, I make millions. The fuck with, the oil, with scar and all. I know that's right. I know that's right. Re-re. I know that's right. And then I started looking up this, the one person scar that I was so interested in. It had an interesting story behind it, which is crazy. Tina Fey from Saturday Night Live. Y'all know who that is? I ain't about to explain it to y'all. Look it up. Tina Fey from Saturday Night Live. She has a scar, like, on her face. Like, it's, like, near her jawline, I think. And the story behind that is so fucking eerie. So, I was, I had to look this up. Because I got to see what the fuck, why she had got that scar. So, I started looking. I just be looking up crazy shit at 4 o'clock in the morning. So, I looked it up. And it said, when she was a child, first of all, she don't even her parents don't even like her talking about this story so now i really had to look it up because i was like this shit has to be crazy so when she was a child back in like the 1970s or something like that i think that's when she was born in the 70s or 60s she's a child back in the 70s she was on her front lawn and this neighbor this guy somebody it was somebody that they knew walked up to her and sliced her in her face and she didn't even know that he cut her at first. He, she thought it was something else. And then her parents realized what happened. And that was the end of that story. I, she don't even finish. She don't even. She just was like, I don't even want to talk about it. My parents don't even like me bringing this story up because it was just a dark. It's just a dark story behind it. I was like, why did he cut her? She was a child. Why would he walk up to her and just cut her in the face? What the fuck? What the fuck? I don't know, craziness, craziness, but that's all I had to talk about. I know this is probably a really, really long podcast, but that is it. I'm done. Um, thank you for listening to my rants, it's your girl Uka J, and this is Talk That Talk, and I'm going to go get some sleep now.